Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. Hot Goth Summerfest returns to the Blue Note Park for a second year, darker and louder than ever. Grab your tickets for Friday, August 11th at Blue Note Park for a stellar lineup with the Haley's, Poodle Paddle, Beth, and Akina. Also featuring a midnight set of industrial minimalist techno by Viva Non. Hot Goth Summer is supported by Little Brown Jug. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Which Police Radio. One of the things that I like uh, about doing this show, and I think part of it's because I've done the show for so long, is I often get uh, messages from people asking if they can send me music. And it, it really is a great way to be introduced to new stuff and stuff that's new to me because, um, you know, I found some really interesting things that way from people just reaching out sort of uh, randomly and saying, hey, I have this record, do you want to hear it? And, and that's sort of the case with uh, the guest on this episode. Um, you sent me your CD in the mail, which uh, thanks again for doing that. And I've been listening to it quite a bit lately. I, I really enjoy it. And... Um, it's always exciting to not only get new music um, in the mail, but to find out it's actually good, too. That's always an added bonus. So um, I very much like the record. Uh, I want to talk to you about it. But I think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about uh, what you do as an artist. All right. So I'm Derek Helps. I'm from Morden, Manitoba. And, uh, well, I've been playing music in bands since... Uh, my high school days okay. uh, but this is my first solo album that I've, I've put out um, it's essentially 10 tracks um, that just try to I guess even for myself help just kind of carve out what do I sound like trying to do and uh, yeah so is this um, would you say the sound on this record is, is, is different from what you've tried before in other bands like this is sort of your attempt to, at, at doing your own thing yeah it's kind of a mixture of everything that i've kind of done in the past like a, from being in um kind of more you know naive influence uh type bands uh, i also play in a band called uh, lakes and pines right where it's more ounce folk I mean, this is kind of a common thing, kind of 90s influenced at times, but also throwing in a lot of atmospherics and just trying to, uh, 
sound at least unique in my own way. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a very cool sound you have on it, and I think that. Like, I, I initially assumed it was going to be a folk record just because a lot of the stuff that I hear that is, you know, uh, a solo person's record is, is that kind of singer-songwriter um, acoustic sort of vibe. But I was pleasantly surprised, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that part of it, but I was pleasantly surprised by the kind of, uh, the, the noisier stuff that was happening. And like you said, the atmospheric sounds and, and there was some heavier parts and it was definitely like a quite a variety of sounds you were drawing from on this record. And um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's neat to hear. And it's an interesting way, I think, to start... Um, as a solo artist, especially after having been in all these bands for so long, um, what sort of provoked the idea of doing this now? Like, why did you decide to, to put this together now? Well, it's actually something that I've been working on since well, actively demoing and recording. Uh, I would say the process started in about 2015. Okay. Um, prior to that, prior to that, I had just been uh, spending a lot of time playing music. I'm on my own in my basement making noise and I uh, just kind of realized that my best moments playing was most often just heard by myself and I just was giving up these offerings to to the universe and I wanted to try and nail some of them down for myself and make something out of uh, the time that I was spending mm-hmm. and uh a work in progress. It was a work in progress from when I actually first started recording, um, just demoing things. Because I'm not really a drummer or a bass player. Most part, I kind of became that, at least for the songs on the album. Because yeah, it just took a while for trying to figure out how to actually play the sounds that I was hearing in my head. Were some of these songs, um, like, are some of them quite old? Have you, are these songs you've been working on for, for a long time and just sort of had and, and didn't have an outlet to, to release them? Yeah, like, they're kind of, they're kind of a three-part as far as the song, where the songs sit chronologically. There's some that came from, see, I moved to Amsterdam in 2014. Okay. Um, and prior, prior to that, I had a couple songs. And then when I moved there, I kind of tried to make it my job to uh, just improve myself musically. And over that course of that time, I wrote some of the songs on the album. And then when I came home from from the Netherlands, that's when I I started the recording process. And also wrote a few more of the songs. What is it? What is it like playing music in, in Morden? I mean, you know, I, the teeming metropolis of Morden, Manitoba. What is the What is the music scene like there? Because I know that I have interviewed other people from that general area, but I mean, compared to Winnipeg, you know, everything gets compared to Winnipeg. I think for a lot of us in in the province, because that's where all the venues are. Not all, but a lot of the venues are. That's where the majority of the bands are. What is it like out there? What's What's the music scene like? Um, it's been picking up over the last uh, couple of years. We've got the the Rendezvous Brewery in town, and um, Kaylee there has been really great at uh, just kind of bringing a musical community out of the woodworks. That there's always been a lot of music happening in town, but it was, yeah, I guess, mostly in living rooms and bedrooms and not that public. Yeah, because there wasn't a great outlet for it, but. Uh, yeah, she started bringing 
in a lot of local music and every Wednesday is a open mic night and it's really fostered a, a fairly healthy little scene in the area that continues to grow between Morden area and Winkler area and uh, also into Eltona and so it's I mean that's kind of the hub of where a lot of the music is happening um, and, and that's that's more in a I guess kind of a singer songwriter type direction um, in terms of playing in a band there's less less uh opportunity there they are there but uh like there's concerts and shows that happen but it's not as uh regular as what would have be happening in the city yeah yeah for, for sure Best thrift store shirt and second-hand shoes It fits just right, but still feels used Is it too late? Am I feeling old? Living out here in the wind and snow It gets in your bones, it eats at your soul That's Bending forks and knives and shapes look more like ourselves. It ain't much good for cutting. It ain't much good for anything other than reminding me. Tonight we have a forest to grow. We've got a lot to prove, with nothing to show. It's just a postcard. From a friend up north in Baker Lake from 
are, are there lots of little um commu- I mean I guess it depends on the genre of music you're playing but I've talked to for example a lot of country artists uh, who have found all of these little spots mm-hmm. in every town and every community in rural Manitoba like across the whole province mm-hmm. where they can play there's some kind of venue there's whether it's a bar the one bar in town or whatever else I mean I know Morden's bigger than that but um are there a lot of smaller communities around that area that, that, that shows are happening at? Or is that sort of limited to, you know, maybe bigger name acts or country acts or things like that? No, there's other, other places around in the other communities. Like, uh, there's often you see bands coming through playing in like at the opera house in Manitou. Um, like I don't think it was recently, but uh, Christine Fellows, okay. um, I think like Jess Reimer and uh, that kind of bluegrass type stuff. I've seen that at uh, at the Opera House several times. Cool. Um, yeah, and I think that there are venues, but they're uh, they're smaller and maybe a little bit more more private. Is there a lot of house shows and things like that? <laughs> Uh, there used to be. I'm like I haven't. I haven't been to one for a while, but I imagine that they do still happen. Well, I guess the reason that I ask is 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 because I mean I, I'm so focused on Winnipeg. You know, I'm interviewing people twice a week, and I'd say eighty-five to ninety percent of them are from Winnipeg, and then a bunch of other ones are from Brandon. So I mean, it's like anything outside of the the major Manitoba cities. It's it's kind of a mystery to me, and I'm always very interested in sort of what's happening because right. it, it's it's easy to forget that that there are communities outside of Winnipeg and even forgetting Brandon. I mean, there's, there's so much going on here that it's, uh, it's, it's always interesting to find out what's happening in the, the smaller uh, communities because everyone's making music. I mean, this province has like a really great history and reputation for, for music making everywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, another cool thing that's going on in, in Morden music wise, uh, I think it's every three weeks. Uh, they've closed down a section of street and have a permanent kind of stage fixture gathering area there. And uh, so there's local bands that play there uh, every third week, I believe it is. And um, that's another opportunity in the summer. Winter winter gets a little more scarce. Of course, yeah. But, uh, you know, we'll usually at least once a year organize some sort of a music band night at our Legion the Legion's been really good for letting us basically have free reign of the place. So nice. can kind of weird sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you must get some interesting audiences there, I imagine. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, there's a comfort level that uh, maybe you wouldn't necessarily have at some of the, you know, more regularly played places in the city where, you know, you're not necessarily just going to throw throw a handful of whatever you got going on at the time at the wall and hope something sticks, you know, just take a Hail Mary and maybe it's going to (laughs) suck. And, but that's okay if it does, because it doesn't really matter. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So there's a lot of cool stuff. Like there's, yeah, one of my buddies does some uh, like electronic music and just different things that uh, people, at least in the area here, it's, kind of new and exciting or just new and what the heck was that yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome um with this record i mean now that it's out what is sort of your your plan with it because like you were saying before these are sort of songs that you felt you needed to release that were different from the other projects you were working on 
what what are you hoping to sort of um, achieve with this now that you've released it? Are you are you planning on doing more shows, whether it's locally or otherwise? Uh, what what's sort of the, the the near future goal? I guess now that uh, it's out in the world. I would like to play shows. I do have a band that uh, we've been rehearsing, and uh, we've played a couple shows locally. Like we played uh, the Back Forty Music oh, yeah. Festival in town, um, and had done a few few shows prior to that. Um, just summer is a hard time to try and get a bunch of people just to be on the same page at the same time and families going camping and baseball lessons and of course these things uh, it's hard it, you can't compete with the summer so I'm, I'm hoping for some more activity come fall Near Murray, there's a light on it is shining from the sea. Up the birds on the coastline, they watch me as I sleep. With my buddy bear in a lonely, there is nothing here for me. So I packed my bags and took the first train and I
with these songs, I mean, you know, like, like we like we kind of discussed at the beginning, a lot of them are, are, are fairly singer songwritery, but then there's the ones that have more kind of power to them and, and more they're more electric and have that kind of 90s uh, alt rock sort of vibe to them. There's there's the ones that are more of an atmosphere. Are, are these songs that you can play solo or, or do they require having the band with you? I mean, would you be able to perform this record or most of the songs from this record just as a, as a solo artist, uh, one person with a guitar or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I have done, uh, maybe not the entire shows with the show with the, in its entirety acoustic, but I do play acoustic shows and I, I can play all of them that way. Um, and they, I just find that they, they translate better with band, but uh, I do I do play them solo as well. And actually, for the I did an album release party uh, in town at our art gallery. Okay. And then I played with uh, uh, my friend Mel, who's a cello player who also plays in Lakes and Pines, uh, with her and uh, other buddy uh, Josh on banjo, and I played acoustic and harmonica cool. and uh that actually yeah it was actually really fun just kind of reinterpreting interpreting these songs especially after just going through the mixing and mastering process you just get hammered with these songs over and over and you're listening to like microseconds on repeat that it's it was actually really refreshing to just take a totally different approach with them well, yeah, and if you, you you're playing all these instruments on them too, and you've been working on them for as long as you have, you, you must be like completely just inundated with these same songs over and over. So I can see how that would be. Yeah, that would be a nice feeling to to have a completely new interpretation of them. Yeah, definitely. What is the um, is Lakes and Pines still active? Like, are, are you guys still an active uh, actively playing shows and stuff? Yep. Yeah, we uh, we were inactive for a while. Um, but we have been kind of slowly simmering over the last little bit. Um, we've got, yeah, it's there's an album in there somewhere. We've got the got the songs for it. We're just uh, again trying to make time to get together. And, but actually, prior to uh, just prior to starting the interview here, I was over at uh, Patrick. Uh, he's the the singer songwriter for lakes and pines he conveniently just lives down the street right. and uh we were just having a little a little uh, cello session prior to this interview so we are still doing stuff it's just uh, slow coming yeah well i guess that's the advantage that, that that bands who are you know like 18 years old have over people who've been doing it for a while because when you're 18 and you start in a band, you don't have any responsibilities and you can focus on the band no. as your one thing, right? I mean, I, I stopped playing in bands like 15 years ago when, when, when I first started having kids and, and this is what I do instead because this is a little bit easier to manage with time. So yeah, it becomes a thing, right? The, the, the older you get, even if you're still passionate about it, life gets in the way for a lot of people and it's just much harder to, to keep a band together and, and, and play and rehearse and do all that as regularly as you used to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I look back at the days when we used to have like weekly rehearsals and I have a hard time even imagining it now. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, that happened. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Now if you can get them once a month, it's like that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, it's like Christmas, you're pumped, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
with this uh, with with this record. Uh, now, I mean, again, you spent all this time with these songs. You, you, like you said, you were listening to every microsecond to, to record them and mix them and all that. And, and you've gone over them so many times in your head, I'm sure. Do you have, I mean, do they seem old to you still? Or are you, now that this record's out there and, and people are hearing them often for the first time, do you feel like, a, are you sort of refreshed on some of these songs now because you're having to introduce them to, to potentially new audiences? Or are you done with it and just ready to move on to the next thing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, in a lot of ways, I do feel kind of done with it, um, and just ready to do something else. Um, but I, and but it also comes with how many, how often I've played them in a, a certain way. So if I'm playing them more acoustically, I can only do that a few times before it, it kind of loses, loses its thing for me. Whereas playing with the band, then you have that interaction with the other players and things can go in different directions and that can kind of keep it fresh like i uh yeah we don't with the band they're the songs i mean the songs are the songs they're recorded but uh when you we play them live then they kind of just become their own thing and it uh yeah it kind of keeps it exciting that way so I, I do look forward to uh, playing some more band full band shows coming up. Cool, cool. Did when you when you sort of uh, brought these songs to to this this band that you have now for playing them? Did that sort of expand the the way they sound as well sonically? Just having all these new people or not new but people you knew that you were playing with suddenly um, kind of contributing what they had to these songs, or are they still pretty much uh, essentially as they were recorded and written on the CD? Um, well, they started out that way, but as as uh, we've been kind of developing them just in their own way, the, the yeah, the players do kind of take them in their direction, and like with uh, my buddy that plays keyboards, um, yeah, a lot of it's just kind of whatever he's feeling is the right sound in the, at that time that it's not. Especially like yeah, with synth sounds, it can be so difficult to actually nail them down unless you're using the exact same gear. But even then, like if you're not saving presets and things to get the sound again, it's like, well, whatever. <laughs> get closer. Yeah, or you could find something completely different yeah. that works as well, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's I, I prefer that even just to keep things fresh and let the songs be alive in the moment that they're existing. Yeah. Sun, how can you only help one more? 
best way uh, if someone is hearing you for the first time on this show and they want to check out more of your stuff um what's the best way to hear your music at this point i mean uh, I, I know it's on uh, various on it's on Bandcamp. Uh, people can get the cd as well but where would you send someone to find your music uh, if they're looking for it um yeah i guess Bandcamp would be the place to go i mean i'm as i don't do much for social media the only thing that i really keep up with is uh, instagram i guess so that any kind of band announcements would be through Instagram. Okay. And then if someone wants to get a physical copy, you like... there... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Is a... Oh, I was just going to mention that there's a... I had a, a previous account that got hacked, and it, it's still out there that uh, got to watch out for the imposter account. Yeah. But uh, mine is... That one is uh, Helps DM is the imposter account. And what's the real one? So people know to look for the right one. Derek M helps. Okay. Okay. So they're similar. I can see how that could be confusing. And actually, I think in the the little icon picture, I might be wearing the same shirt that I'm wearing now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Um, If someone wants to get a physical copy, like should they just message you? Is that sort of how you're doing it? I imagine you're selling them at shows and things like that, but uh, people in Winnipeg maybe aren't going to see you, uh, you know, right away. So, uh, sending you messages that the right. best way to do it yeah yeah that'll that can get it done and i can i'm often in the city i'm my, my partner lives in the city so okay. I'm often finding myself there so can also arrange something that way but good old snail mail works yeah it works too it came pretty quick when you sent it to me so that uh, yeah <laughs> Canada Post is good for yeah, something. I was actually surprised. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, do you have any shows coming up in the relatively near future? I mean, this is a podcast. Someone could hear it the day it comes out, or they could hear it a year from now, at which point, you know, any new shows will be old. But do you have anything that's coming up uh, next few weeks or months? Um, well, this summer, I've, well, I guess my next thing that I'm kind of working on, and I just started thinking about it the other day, but uh, um, it'll be... At the uh, Corn and Apple Festival in town here at the Legion Lounge stage. Um, uh, yeah, working on a kind of an experimental cello, uh, just kind of you know, improv type thing. So my friend Mel playing cello and play like some synth and effects. Mess cool. with the, uh, the cello through effects. We'll see how that goes. Like I was saying, that the Legion's a good place to get weird. So. <laughs> right on. Take it back. Uh, <laughs> right on. Yeah, that'll be. Well, we just actually started to talk about it, so maybe it won't even happen. But if it does, that'll probably be the next next thing that I do, and that's uh, end of August, cool. last weekend in August. Well, and that's a huge event for the community too, right? I mean, you get tons of people coming in uh, oh, yeah. from all over the place for that thing. Oh yeah, it's, it's uh, can be shocking how many people are in town, but it's fun and it's free. So 